PTO stands for prepare the others because I'm not going to fucking be there. Positively delightful. Delightful. I delightful. Love that. You're both here. You both ate all my chips and salsa, and I'm happy. <laughs> God, again. You know what I've been absolutely loving these days? What? what? Working three day weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Emma has had a jam packed social calendar. <laughs> she really has. For some reason, I keep having to like go to weddings and like shit. You've had like. Because you had two weddings, like, two weeks apart, yeah, so yeah. you had to do, like, the showers, the bachelorette yeah. parties. And so it was so nice, I would just have Thursday and Friday off, and then I would only have to work three days a week, and honestly, that's the dream. And then we have Memorial Day. Mm. Yeah. No, oh, was that, was my, that was my five-day weekend. Oh, was my a dream. God. Insane. Oh, I know. That's my dream in life, is to only work three days a week. I think that's the perfect work-life balance. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Don't you? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely, there's nothing wrong with it. I think Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And then have five-day weekend. Five days off. I think that's... No, four days off. Four, four days. days. I think yeah. that's... Math is hard. I think that that's inspiring, to have four days off in a row. Yeah. And I do really wonder a lot, like, people who have their careers, mm-hmm. and, like, that's their whole thing exactly right like your career is your hobby your career Mm -hmm. is what you like to do but I'm not like that like I don't I have other shit that I'd rather do like a million other things I'd rather do than go to work which I think is probably the majority of people Mm -hmm. so like if I could work like four hours a week I'm in (laughs) (laughs) just like Monday mornings because everyone will be there and then I'm gonna do Monday mornings 8 to 12 and then I'm gonna take a really long lunch Mm -hmm. it's when we were in Traverse City over the weekend and we were like in a bookstore and we were like walking around and I was like this is so nice like I love just walking around doing whatever I want to do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. when you're on vacation and you like go to a bar and you go to a bookstore and you just kind of do whatever the fuck you want and I was like in this like second world I live in where I'm like I don't have any responsibilities and I just have a bunch of money and I don't know how I got it and I can just do whatever <laughs> I want and no I have it because I go to work Monday through Friday and then I have like these two measly days to like pretend I have a life I mean, I guess I'm always curious because, like, I don't, I mean, I work Monday through Friday. Mm -hmm. As most people do. It sucks. (laughs) 10 10 out of 10, don't reinvent it. (laughs) Zero out of 10. If you can work three to four days a week, do it. Do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But when the weekend rolls around, you really get, like, one day to do anything Mm -hmm. fun. Because Mm -hmm. by the time Sunday rolls around, you have to do all the irresponsible adult shit of, like, grocery shopping and cleaning. and Laundry. It's not fun. And I genuinely wonder how people who are, like, set in their careers and have, like, not just a nine-to-five, but shit they probably have to do when they go home. Like, how do they make everything... How do they get everything done? Mm-hmm. How, do, how do I have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce? I don't understand. <laughs> like, how does she raise, like, three kids and do everything Lots she has of to help. do? Lots of help. I mean, you don't true. have the same 24 hours because you I have to do I literally just yourself. saw a meme <laughs> that said that. But... I've been working really hard... To, like, make a good work-life balance for myself. And it still, like, is hard to do. But, like, I go home or, like, I'll go to the gym. Or, like, Carl and I will go on a walk. And that's kind of both of our times to just decompress, get our day out of the way. And then we go home and, like, 
we make dinner or like I make my lunch and then we sit on the couch and like we're watching a new, um, a new season of the show called Alone and like that's how we're decompressing on the couch at the end of the night and so like I've been working really hard because I didn't have a good work-life balance for a long time and so now I'm like making my home life more my priority instead of oh I'm working 10 hour days four days a week mm -hmm. um, because my home life is what's more important to me. So I'm making sure that, like, I'm not bringing all of my shit home and dumping it on Carl, and he's not dumping all of his work stuff on me. And I think Carl's work-life balance is a lot harder because he works from home every single day. I would go insane if so I worked he, from home. I know that 100% for a fact. I would not be well. And he works, like, in his office, but sometimes he's like, I just need, like, a change of scenery, and he'll, like, go to his dad's house, or he'll go even to, like, our couch and watch TV in the background. But I think he struggles a little bit because he's always at home. And so it's not like a work-life balance. It's like a, I do my work at home and then I hang out at home and I, that's it. Well, yeah, you have to have a separation. Like I knew before even the pandemic and quarantine and everything, I knew people that worked from home almost exclusively and there was no separation. Like they mm -hmm. literally got up and went from bed to their desk and just sat there until like eight o'clock at night and that's so unhealthy for you you're not doing like anything you're not moving around you're not socializing with people you're not like getting ready for the day like you're just it's like you're living in squalor like you're not like <laughs> break that routine and like do something yeah yeah I would be very unwell and he likes working at home I think he likes being at home because he had a really long commute when he had to go in where he'd have to be like up and out of the house by six to like beat traffic yeah. and be at work and then he had another hour commute home and so I think he prefers being at home, but it's also, like, I feel like for me, it'd be really hard to keep a schedule. Like, sometimes I get home and he's still in his pajamas. And I'm like, you, like, how are you starting your day in your pajamas? Like, go, go put some clothes on. I have to, like, get up, like, I have to, like, lay my clothes out for work, like, make my lunch, like, go to work. Like, I need mm -hmm. that routine or I feel like I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And I know that's ridiculous and I know that's, like the agenda of society has <laughs> fall into that. But I have to do it or I feel crazy. Well, and I feel like it's hard because our job is very much like you punch in, you do your job, you punch out and you go home. And there are jobs where I guess it's necessary to do things when you go home. But I know when we came back from the pandemic, I would come home from work and like open like, the website we use at work and like do all this stuff and I was like what the fuck am I doing like this is I'm doing this essentially for free for mm -hmm. no reason and it's just like cutting off any time I have to like mm -hmm. relax and not be at work yeah and I think it's easier for us to think that way because we do work like an hourly job I mean it fucking sucks because you get paid a lot less at an hourly job but you have that definitive cutoff of like, well, I'm not clocked in. I'm certainly not fucking doing mm -hmm. it. And then yeah. when you're a salary employee, it's like, okay, well, we're paying you this much for like a year. Like, are you worth that much? Like, are you getting that much work done? And it's harder to like turn that off almost. But you still have to like make that line in the sand of like when you're going to stop working and like actually live your fucking life. I sent an email on a Sunday once and our boss responded, please stop working from home. But then she proceeds to continue to email me on weekends. So I don't respond and she asks me about it. She asks me about thing. it on a Monday once and I said oh, it was a weekend I wasn't responding to you. Um, one of my one of my best friends is an event coordinator, an event planner. She's salary, but 
she told me that there are some weeks that she will literally work like 30, 20, 30 hours a week. There are other weeks that she works like 80 hours a week. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do you decide? You know, like she has like late events or stuff. It's like, depends what you have going on. Like maybe I just like don't understand what it's like to to work a salary job. Like I have no idea. I don't know. What are they going to do? Fire you? Like get a new job. Like why are they (laughs) pressuring you to work 80 hours a week? Like I just don't. Well, and what kind know. of job doesn't have enough? Like, is everybody working 80 hours a week? Or are they just, do they know you will do it? And that's the so thing. So they, they have like, you do it. When you don't make that boundary of, like, I will do this from 9 to 5, and then I'm going home, and I'm going to do fucking something else. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm going to, like, knit or read a book or make dinner or go to bed. Like, I'm going to do something You're all else. getting scarves. But, <laughs> but if you don't do that, if everybody doesn't do that, you look lazy and, like, you don't get as much done, which yeah. I promise you isn't true. But everyone should be working 80-hour weeks. No. That's ridiculous. Like, what job is that important? Dentists work four days a week. Like, I don't <laughs> get it. Like, my my doctor's barely there. Like, <laughs> literally. I can never get a hold of her. I have to make an appointment with my PCP, like, a year in advance. Like, you're telling me? Like, doesn't, you're telling me you need me to work 80 hours a week for what reason? Yeah, yeah. To do a bunch of, like, busy work that doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes me frustrated. I have another friend. She works for a local community college and she said that there's like, just like literally isn't enough shit for them to do. So they're having them just do busy work. It makes I'm like, me so mad. It just feels like, I'm not a businesswoman, but it feels like bad business. Like, yeah. have mm-hmm. like, I don't know, the quality of people's lives impacts the quality of their work. So if they're happier in their personal lives, they're going to be happier and more productive and better at work. Like it, it's science. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's eight plus B equals C. Right? And it's like this vicious cycle of people that feel like their employees or their work culture is negative, but they feel that as the employer, they think their employees are just complaining or they don't realize how good mm-hmm. they have it or whatever mm-hmm. nonsense they're telling themselves so they don't do anything to fix it. And then yeah. all those people quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just what happens. Like if people aren't happy, that's why so many people stopped working is because it's not because they are lazy and it's not because they don't want to work it's because they what is the reason for them to go back and work some shitty job and make less money than they're making on unemployment yeah well they people don't stay at companies a long time you know what i mean like our grandparents like people in their generation they work at the same company yeah for their whole lives and now it's like people just jump from job to job to job job. you work there two years like you're yeah and like the old people don't understand it they're like oh (laughs) The old people. 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 The <laughs> old people. The b- boomers. <laughs> the Karens, if you will. Fucking boomers. No. But, like, their generation just doesn't understand it. Like, oh, you got to work hard and this and that. It's like, well, the house was $4 when you bought yours. Like, I don't, <laughs> right. it's not the same. Like, we're not giving it. I feel like younger people are like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Like, we don't want to work and we're not going to put up with this shit. We're leaving. Like, it just... I don't know. And it's weird. And then there's the older generations who are like, no, they should work hard and they should do this and they should do this, but we'll give you $5. Right. It's like, what? Well, it's just, it doesn't, there's no point of it. There's no point to be miserable Mm -hmm. at work for no reason. If Mm -hmm. you're miserable at work and you spend 50 years of your life being miserable at work, what the fuck else do you have time to do? Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to my mom about that, about the same exact thing, how, you know, people our age, if they're not happy, they're going to leave. Yeah. And that's really, if it's not serving them any, in any good way, they have no benefit of being there. They're going to leave. And Mm -hmm. that's what a lot of employers who are older are realizing is 
that's why they have such a high turnover is if you're not having a good work environment there's no reason for me to stay yeah and it's like upper management you said you applied for a job and we were looking at the reviews of them and only the management it Mm -hmm. was five stars but everyone else one star everyone in the position i applied for was like one one and a half stars but everyone who it said like supervisor upper management oh i love this company Mm -hmm. well of course you do yeah Yeah. you're served on a silver platter every day well that is just kind of like basic business like you serve your higher level and higher performing employees and it gives people the motivation to want to be better but now (laughs) the state of the union (laughs) 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 the state of the world it's just hard to find people to work I guess and so there's less people to work so they're putting all of their eggs and all of their resources into new people and then they fucking leave Mm -hmm. and then the people who are already there like don't get anything you know what I mean that's the thing that I feel like we're facing the majority of is that they're people employers and companies don't want to deal with the existing workforce they have and the existing problems because they feel like whether they just blatantly don't see what's happening or they don't want to believe what's happening or they don't whatever they just don't deal with it and they just keep hiring new people Mm -hmm, to kind mm -hmm. of like flush out the problem yeah okay but then you have all these new people that don't know what the fuck they're doing and you lose this core group of people that really believed in you and really believed in your company before you became what you are now. I was talking to Hayden about this, about like his work and my work and all this stuff. And when companies start smaller, you want to work for them because their mission is really like solidified and mm-hmm. the boss or whoever is very involved and it's just like a fun place to be and it's it's interesting and it's exciting and then the bigger they get they just lose sense of that Mm, because then they're worrying about like money Mm -hmm. and they're worrying about all these things that i understand are important but at the end of the day nobody's gonna fucking remember you as being the boss that made the most billables or whatever the fuck they're gonna remember you as a boss that made them feel important or made them feel like experienced or heard or like helped them in some way and i feel like a lot of people don't give a shit about that yeah the problem is when like upper management upper management becomes so removed from the actual situation yes. that they just don't know what the fuck is going on. I was talking to my mom the other day that I learned so much from my first boss. She when I was a receptionist at a hair salon and she was the owner of the salon and she was there almost every day working reception, sweeping the floors like she was always working and always doing something and communicating with the stylist and talking to the clients like she was just such a good role model to have and she really taught me so much about like what I want for myself and how to just be a good boss you know like she was the greatest first boss I could have possibly had because she just taught me so much about being involved in your Mm. business you know and it's bizarre it doesn't even make sense to me that somebody wouldn't see business that way you know what I mean that they wouldn't create this dream they have that only exists inside their brain and their heart and they're like I want this to exist I Mm -hmm. want all these people to be involved in like my life's work and it's my goal and my dream and whatever and then they make it and then they take 45 steps back and sit down like that doesn't make any sense to me Mm -hmm. like you're trusting all these people with your vision but you're not involved with it you're Mm -hmm. not executing it anymore Mm -hmm. and you're not invested in them I wonder if it's like when people lose sight in their business and lose sight of their original dream or whatever if like that's when things go to shit you know what i mean like if that's a universal thing like 
is it in all companies or is it just like our experiences like i don't know i feel like it it just seems like a natural thing that happens to people like businesses grow because it's a good idea and a good whatever mm-hmm. and then it grows and then it becomes about money and that's just yeah. a natural sure we live in a capital capitalistic society like yeah. things are just going to become about money at some yeah. point which is not a bad thing to make more no, money it's, it's obviously not. an amazing thing to expand a company and to make your dreams bigger but what's never made sense to me is that just because the quantity grows, the quality has to diminish. Like, yeah. just because mm-hmm. your company gets bigger doesn't mean what you do has to just fall by the wayside. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And that includes not just, like, the quality of whatever service you're providing, but the quality of the care you give to your employees and mm-hmm. the quality of, like, interaction you have day to day. Like, that just doesn't... It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. That's like when you see like small businesses and like people on Etsy it's like those people are working so hard and putting so much care into what they're doing and care about their customers so much and they just I don't know and there's companies like Amazon that just like throw shit in a box and send it to you and like you know what I mean like it's it's weird I feel like you have to watch who you hire too because if you hire one person who doesn't really mesh with everybody else the whole environment is suddenly different. Like, if you hire just, like, a negative Nelly who doesn't know how to handle people and all of this stuff, then suddenly, like, people get more nervous and they don't want to ask as many questions and the whole environment turns negative and toxic. And I think that's something that, like, you need to notice right away. Like, oh, this is this person mm-hmm. probably isn't a good fit for this job. And it doesn't... It means, like, you can kind of keep working on them, I guess, or maybe we need to part ways with that person if it means improving the quality of life for your employees. So in the dream circumstance, that's definitely going to happen, but let's talk about, like, the opposite end of that, <laughs> where they they don't give a fuck. And, like, you, like, as an employee, like, you're working with people, and someone comes in, and, like, your environment gets blown to shit, and you might speak out about it, but nothing changes, mm-hmm. and then you're just kind of faced with making that decision on your own. Like, how do you improve your own environment, and how do you improve your own like mindset towards work because I know we all know people that we work with or just know in life that have no separation and their entire world is revolved around how their day was at work and how the people they work with and their job and that's not my entire personality is what I do at work Mm. I hope Mm -hmm. it's the third fourth fifth most interesting thing about me like I don't want it to be you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah and I guess we're young so that's the opposite like when you get older you're hoping to do something more important but, like, what do you do to improve your own environment? I found you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Start a podcast with your best friends. <laughs> um, and that's it. <laughs> I do think friends are important. Work mm-hmm. friends, I feel like, are a good part of work-life balance. That's what makes, I know we've talked about this before, that's what makes leaving a job so hard. Mm-hmm. Having to find new work friends and having to keep connected with your old work friends. Like, it's just, it feels like a lot. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I mean, we've talked about how when you guys first, like, started at our job, I was, like, a mean bitch. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I wear... Was? I wear, <laughs> <laughs> to you guys. Um <laughs> But, like, in general, (laughs) I was just, like, very unhappy because I didn't have that work-life balance. And I, like, um, was just, like, working long hours and I was working. Everything just felt, like, really mundane. And then I went to 
one of our bosses and I was like, listen, <laughs> this has got to change. I can't work this every single day. Like, and nothing changed. And I was like, okay. And at that point I was like, well, then I gotta, I gotta go. If they're not going to like, they tell me, oh, this is going to sound bad, but like they told me that how good I was and how good at my job I am and all of this stuff. But if you're not going to work to make sure that like my quality of, of, of life goes up working with you guys, then I don't necessarily want to be there anymore. And then we closed for nine weeks, so it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's easy for anyone to tell you like, oh, your situation is really hard. You should talk to your boss about it. You should talk to somebody about it. Like, nobody wants their employees to feel that way, yada, yada, yada. But a, most of the time, people speak up and say something, and it's just kind of ignored. And I yeah. feel like it falls on you to make those decisions for yourself. Yeah. And they can be really fucking hard because the decision is either, okay, how do I make that boundary by myself? Because it's not that somebody else is helping you make that boundary. Like, if I'm deciding, okay, I'm done doing these things at 4.30 when I clock out, but everybody else is going to keep doing them, then I look like the asshole. Mm -hmm. Or it's if you're taking a mental health day or a day off because you need a fucking day off, that's really good and that's really necessary for you, but there's always going to be that guilt of, well, I'm fucking over all these other people because I called out or I didn't make this deadline or whatever the fuck other people in office jobs do. We have no idea. We don't work in those jobs. <laughs> but... And, or you leave your job, which is very easy to say in the moment when you're heated yeah. and overstressed and it's so much harder to carry out. Cause I know for me, I go out like guns blazing and I'm not very good at like dealing with situations and leaving them in a way that like is healthy. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with one thing. I'm done burning it to the ground and moving on to the next thing. Like I'm not, not that I'm like burning bridges. I guess that came out really aggressive, but it's just like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm not great at maneuvering like I'm good at like okay this chapter's done let's go to the next one like I'm not good at going backwards mm -hmm. yeah so I'm <laughs> here's know. my symbolic book <laughs> you're only turning the pages yeah I'm not good at going back <laughs> yeah no my advice for anyone struggling is use your days off and don't feel bad to call in oh my god do you want to know the funniest thing Danae told me once is I was talking about like I wanted to take a day off for something but I felt guilty because like we work in a job where like your schedule is affected by everybody else being there so I felt guilty and she goes do you have the PTO and I said well yeah but I still feel bad she goes PTO stands for prepare the others because I'm not gonna fucking be there I thought it was very funny it's the uh, approach I take to it now <laughs> my prepare mom always tells others. me she goes because I have just been like talking about finding another job and all this and she goes okay would they give you a notice if they were going to fire you or if they were going to make you go home early or anything. I said, no, she goes, and don't feel bad. They're not going to notify you of anything. So if you're going to call off, call off. She goes, who cares? I said, Am I, you're telling me that? All right. But aside from like hating on your current situation and being like a huge Debbie Downer about it, which is necessary sometimes, but not very helpful. Mm -hmm. I think people need to vent about it. I think you have to get it out or you're just going to go insane. And then I think you got to like, pony the fuck up and figure out how to deal with it yeah like i think we all have bad days like anyone i'm walking on down the street is gonna have a bad day at work and you either have to like pony the fuck up and deal with it mm -hmm. or get a new job mm -hmm. and yeah that can be the work life balance i guess and the extreme is like okay well this isn't working out so i'm just gonna 
do something else. Yeah. But if that's not what you want, I mean, that's not what I necessarily, is not my dream goal of being like, okay, well, I don't want to deal with this problem, so I'm going to fucking leave. Like, yeah. that's not a great way to deal with something. I've noticed that some of the best days that we've had at work are days where we're, like, facing the problems and fixing the problems in the ways that we can. And, like kind of feeling like we're doing something to, like, make it a better environment and to make things better for everyone else. Yeah, like, literally our, just after we reopened from COVID, like, mm-hmm. our entire physical work, like, not metaphorically, like, our physical work environment changed a lot. Like, it all had to be, like, spaced out and all this nonsense. And now that we've been opened up for, like, a year and a half, it's, like, depressing. And Emma and I physically changed. Like, we were depressed, so we physically went yeah. in and just reorganized everything. And uh-huh. now it's happy and it's better. And it makes me, like, actually yeah. want to go in there. Yeah. And that's a big part of it is, like, if you can physically alter the mm-hmm. building that you work in, do it. <laughs> yeah. I hope it makes it a better environment for everybody. Like, and then we said it's easier to ask for forgiveness It's than easier ask to for ask for forgiveness than permission, 100%. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if you just keep harping on all these problems you have, people are going to say you're negative, you're nothing but you're bitching and complaining and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And yeah. It's like, all right, well, you know what? I'll just fix it myself. Yeah. Like, I won't complain about it to you. It's like, if I think this is a problem and it's affecting yeah. how I interact with everybody throughout the day, I'm just going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people want to feel validated. Yeah. People at the end of the day, nobody wants to be the one person like harping on where they work or complaining mm-hmm. or being negative. Nobody wants to be that person. Mm-hmm. People want to be heard and validated and happy. Mm-hmm. And if you allow people in your environment whether you're an employee an employer or whatever the fuck you are if you make people around you feel happy and validated your environment is going to be better because everybody's environment Mm -hmm. is going to be better Mm -hmm. but it yeah it's just so insane to me that that's not a universally understood concept especially where we work in the health field a little bit (laughs) it really fucks me up because it just doesn't make sense that they couldn't understand that especially in where we work, our bosses used to be where we were, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, it's everywhere. Yeah. How Most do you forget places. that? Like, if you're the chief of surgery at Seattle Grace Mercy West, you <laughs> used to be a resident. If your mm-hmm. residents are miserable, they're going to give miserable care to your patients. And then guess what's going to happen to your patients? They're going to be miserable and they'll probably die. Not that that'll happen everywhere, oh but <laughs> in at least one episode of Grey's Anatomy a season, mm-hmm. someone dies. Yeah. Yeah. But... You know what I mean? It all yeah. falls back. Like, you have to create... If your people that you work work for you or you work with aren't happy, it's just a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, there's everyone has a job. Yeah. I think... A good advice would be... What do you always say, Shelby? You always say if you're going to talk about it, be about it. Or Carl, say it, say it with that. your chest. Yeah. Um, say it with your chest. Yeah. With no, chest. it's like if you're going to... Carl says if you're going to... Don't talk about it, be about it. Yes, don't talk, don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah. That's it. So, like, call that guy. <laughs> Carl? Carl? Shut don't up. talk about it, be about it. If you have more Carl quotes, let me know. Yeah, thanks. But, yeah, yeah if you're just going to, like, bitch and complain about your environment, like, what are you doing to change it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is tough love 101. What are you going to, like, I yeah. hear you. I'm sorry you're in a shitty situation, but, like, mm-hmm. what can you do to fix your environment? Yeah. Like, if you're working from home, go for a fucking walk. Make a fucking schedule. Mm-hmm. Stick to your schedule. Yeah. Wake up, pretend you're, like, getting ready to go to work in the morning. I don't yeah. fucking or know. Or just, like, make time to go out and fucking walk around TJ Maxx or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, something. And if you go to work in a physical brick-and-mortar building that makes you stress out or anxious, 
deal with it? Like, do you mm-hmm. need to talk to somebody? Do you need to... Decorate your cubicle. Decorate? Yeah. yeah. Do you need to, like, bring a different lunch? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you need to do something? Yeah. Like, there is something that will help you feel better. Yeah. So sorry. Even if that something is getting a new job, there's absolutely no reason to stay stagnant and stay miserable. Like, there's always something you can do to improve your life. Absolutely. And even, like, you're always... There's always going to be jobs where you're going to be working your ass off. Mm -hmm. But it's different to work really hard at a company where you feel appreciated genuinely, not just in, like, cheesy Mm -hmm. PR ways. Here's a pizza party. Literally. Like, when you feel genuinely appreciated and validated for being there, then when you work at a company where you almost don't want to do your best because it's not going to make a fucking difference Mm -hmm. anyway. Yeah. Like, Listen to that again. Like, if you feel that way, like, there's something fucking wrong. It's like, Emma and I threw out this dented trash can the other day, and I was like, someone's going to say something. And she's like, if someone looks at me and says, what happened to that dented trash can? I'm going to say, say that sentence back to yourself. I threw it the fuck away. What do you think I did with it? Do not have the pedal anymore? Yeah. Yes. It was trash. Like, if something sounds insane, it's insane. Get Like, move on. Do something else. Yeah. Like, you can bitch and bitch and bitch. Obviously, it's good to vent and it's good to let things out, but, like... I do really feel like the three of us are, like, kind of trying to, like, yeah, make our work environment better, you know, if it's, like, even little things. Like, we like are having actually... a dance-off. Yes. Yeah, Shelby and I had a dance-off the other day. <laughs> I try to make it a point to, like, when I'm walking back and forth, at least tell one person that they're doing a great job. It. I don't know if it means anything to anyone else, but, like, it's like, you know what? It's passing positivity out to another person who could hopefully pass it off to another person and hope that just, like, keeps going. I mean, it probably, chances are they might not even hear me, but I try. You know, to just mm-hmm. kind of, like, if it makes their day better and then they're sure. able to make someone else's day better in the same environment and then we're all just a little bit happier, mm-hmm. makes, that goes a long way. But that, to me, feels like a boss's job. That you would feels think. like what you would do as a boss to improve morale. Like, that's literally... I mean, you your job think. is to manage all of these people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, whatever. we've even said, like, I don't need... Like, personally, I don't need a boss to, like, write me a fucking letter about how fantastic no. oh I God. am. No. Like, I don't want that. I don't need that. Like, I just want to feel... Like, you genuinely think I'm doing a good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Or even genuinely want to talk to me. Yes. Like, if... Like, it, I don't know. Like, just genuine, like, I know that, like, every boss in the world has, like, 65 million things they're doing, yeah. and they're all more important, probably, than talking to the people you work, that work for you. Undercover boss. Oh, my God. Should we undercover boss somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> we... How do we get on that show? Our boss just shows up as, like, a new hire and, like, a hat and a beard or something. No shot. <laughs> and she's all just know like, hello. Two seconds. I'm the new hire, and we're like, what are you doing? I'm Justin. <laughs> we're like, get to your office. What do you think this is? It's Tuesday. We don't have time for this. Like, bitch, we see your sleeve. Get out of here. <laughs> like, it works at Popeye's, not here. <laughs> oh, my past experience? McDonald's, Burger King, Subway. No! Get in your beans, office. Beans, greens, tomatoes, potatoes. Remember that vine? Hey, hey, oh, oh, beans, greens, tomatoes, tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I do actually kind of love the concept of undercover boss. I, I would Because love I that. feel like a company very quickly as it grows, can get out of control. And like we said, the bosses become so distant and yeah. removed from the actual day-to-day situation. And then 
especially gigantic companies like that, like, they hire people like McDonald's, whatever. They were yeah. never cashiers. They were never line cooks mm-hmm. at fucking McDonald's. Like, they don't know what it's like. You know, to throw them in those situations, I feel like it, it probably gives them, like, an empathy that they didn't have before. Oh, for and sure. And maybe I'm naive that I think people would probably. give a shit. I know. Because I think... I would want, like, if I was some big bod, bod, <laughs> if I was some big bad boss ass bitch and I ran, like, this multi-million dollar company, I would want, I would want to know that everybody there was happy working for me. I wouldn't want someone walking around, like, that was my first job out of college and it fucking sucked. They didn't care yeah. about you. You were just another number. Like, it didn't matter. I would hate that. Yeah. And maybe I'm naive that I wouldn't want any other boss or whatever to feel that way about his employees his or her employees. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I feel naive thinking that the undercover boss people, like the people that own McDonald's are going to give a shit about the people working in the line cooks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I hope that that's true. I hope that they would give a shit about their environment and their work yeah. culture and yeah. not just put on a show about it for a commercial. Yeah. But the thing is, I know that it's possible because of my first job, which like it was a small yeah. business. Yeah, it's absolutely possible. And she was a good boss and she actually gave a shit about us. And if, if there were problems... I never saw them because of them. Like, it's not my problem if the business is going under. It's not my problem if you can't afford to do things. Like, it, it yeah. isn't something you should ever project on your employees. And I feel like that happens very often. Absolutely. Well, and it's even, like, staying loyal to your employees. They're going to be loyal to you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if, if your employees feel like as they grow in your company... Again, to me, seniority should mean something. As you sure. stay at a company for a longer amount of time your opinion should be more valued because you've mm-hmm. been there longer. And if I feel that way as a more seasoned employee or whatever, I'm going to be more loyal to you. Like, that's how it works for me. And if I just think you're going to hire any Joe Schmo off the street and, like, consider their opinion more than mine, then, like, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I doing there? What's the point of staying right. there? Yeah. That's, like, outside hires as opposed to inside hires. Like, I understand if there's no one in your company and capable for the job, whatever. But I just couldn't imagine not going from inside your, your own company and not like, I feel like you could find someone who knows the ins and outs of like what's been going on rather than hiring from outside and probably having to like pay someone less or whatever. Yeah, it means you you're know? not training your employees. Like, and exactly. not, it's you a reflection should, on you. You should mm-hmm. feel like you should be able, or you could be able to train them to get to where yeah. they need to be. Mm hmm. Again, maybe we're naive, but that <laughs> all know. seems to make sense. I know. We obviously know nothing of business. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Some things, again, don't come for me. I, some things just seem like common sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just invest yeah. in your employees, invest in your business, and everything will grow yeah. from that. Yeah. And it's not just us. Like, I've had validation from, like, adults, too, about this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, absolutely. Other people feel the same way, but it just feels like... It's hard to be part of a broken system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You Regardless know? of your color, cra- class, or creed, you want to be appreciated in your job. Yeah. Whether you work as a line cook at McDonald's or whether you work as, like, an accountant at a Fortune 500 company. Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're just another number pushing around a bunch of paper, what yeah. the fuck are you there for? Yeah. yeah. Are, we'll all be replaced by aliens in, like, 10 years anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like you said, Emma, you want to feel like they actually want to have a conversation with you. Yeah. It's not they're forced, hi, how are you, good morning. It's yeah. like, oh, how was your weekend? Like, they genuinely yeah. care. It's not and that hard, especially no. when you own a small business, to, like, remember little things about your employees, yeah. you know what I mean? Or, like, be friends with them on Facebook and be like, oh, I saw this, whatever. Like, it's not that hard. No. And it 
creates a more stable sort of like backbone for your people company appreciate when people give a shit that. about each other. People appreciate like that they remember the like from anybody, mm-hmm. whether it's your neighbor saying, "Oh, I saw you went on this trip," or your boss saying, "Oh, I saw you got a new car." Like, mm-hmm. just bring yeah, up like something basic small, yeah. and yeah. they'll be like, "Oh my god." They paid attention, and that'll go a really long way. Mm-hmm. Even just to your coworkers in general, just to be like nice to people and know that, you know, you're in the same boat, and not to I be. I was literally com- just gonna say we're all in the same boat. It's true, and like not to be so competitive, and just like support other people, and like just be genuine because mm-hmm. people can see right through people who are not genuine. Like people sniff it out. Like you can tell. It's true. You know, like don't go and say that you would never want a job that, like, is up for a promotion and then, like, fucking get the job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just fucked up. Like, don't act like don't that. Don't be fake as fuck. Like, yeah. be... I-, I will love you if you're a bitch, but be a bitch six yeah. ways to Sunday. Don't be mm-hmm. a bitch Monday, Tuesday, Friday. I just mm-hmm. don't get those people. Doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Live I don't know. your truth. Obviously, <laughs> be... Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> live right there. No. Live, laugh, love. Fuck you. Get out of my house. Do you have a cricket? You can put it right up there. <laughs> Oh my god. A wood sign? Should I open up my Etsy shop? <gasps> I wouldn't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Um, <laughs> I'd buy one, one thing. <laughs> I obviously would buy a fucking tumbler from you, but I wouldn't want it. It'd go in the I'd back of my cabinet. I'd you. my <laughs> <laughs> like, god. It's just like, it's not hard to care about other people. No. No, but like what Emma's saying about just your coworkers in general, because... If you're unhappy in your workplace, the first people that you are going to go to and get sympathy from are your coworkers. Mm-hmm. And if all of you can change the environment, that in a positive way, we're not talking to mutiny or anything, but if all of you can change the environment for the better and make it a more exciting, happy place to go to work every yeah. day, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. There's definitely power in numbers. And not in, like, a revolting kind of way, but, like... <laughs> no, and, like, a, I'm unhappy, you're unhappy, you're unhappy, yeah. let's fucking do something about it. Yeah. You just need to sit down and have, like, rational adult conversations. <laughs> and if you don't have that and this is just something you have to do by yourself, you need to do what's most important for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that can mean a lot of different things. It can mean keeping your job because you have bills to yeah. pay. It can mean taking a day off because you can't fucking handle going into work it can mean a lot of different things mm-hmm. you have to always advocate for yourself for sure no one else is gonna do no it. one's no. gonna do it obviously try your hardest to make things better and make things good for everybody and like give a shit about your coworkers and want their environments to be better too and if it's not working out you gotta go. It's not, like, yeah. That's just it. There's no shame in that. Yeah. If it's not working out it's not working out. Yeah. Like I know so many people like our age that are like I've worked however many jobs in four years. Like, I look, like, bad because I've, mm-hmm. I haven't stayed at this company for two years. Like, who made that rule? Yeah. Who told you that you had to, like, who told me? The old know, people. Someone, the, like, it just I makes know. me mad. Like, like, you know what? If who they decided don't, that? If you don't want to tell them, don't put it on your resume. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't Literally, know. don't put it on there. Like, literally, just, like, you choose. Just, like, don't write it on there. Yeah, I don't know. Who I cares? Gap in my resume because there's a job I didn't want to put on there. Yeah. It's just, like... You, it sounds so cheesy, but like you have one fucking life to live. Just do what you want to do. Do what makes you happy. And that relates to everything. That's what we're trying to get across. That's all we're trying to say. (laughs) Everyone is faking it. Happy. (laughs) How's your guys' hobbies coming? Did you guys pick one? Hobbies from last week. We're supposed to pick hobbies. Yeah, remember? Uh Oh, I started. What's your hobby? The fuck? I've started trying to run. 
Stop oh, it right now. Since no. last week, you've started to run? Yes. When? Yesterday. At the track when you got sunburned? One lap around the track. That's my goal. I can't you, even do you that. You can't do that. Like, She's I'm not trying there. to sound judgmental, but like, are you trying to say like you want a time limit? Like, I'm sure you could no, run I, it. No, literally, with my asthma, I can't do it. So I'm trying to like train my lungs to like actually like. Are you going to get one of those like Bane aspirator masks? No, I'm not. You should. I am not. But I was doing it yesterday. She's going to get one. No. God. <laughs> no, I just literally want to be able to run one lap. That's it. Consistently, like not having to stop to take a breath, not having to stop and like rub out my knee. Just I like wonder now if I lap. could do it. Come with me on Sunday. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually busy that day. I can make it halfway, and then I'm like, <gasps> I can't do it. So then I walk, and then I finish out running. Hmm. How much is a lap? Apparently, a quarter mile. I don't know. Because I thought we should we yes. look it up. It's a quarter mile because yeah. Carl had us do two laps. I, I, I know that was a mile, right? I don't know if you knew this about me. I was in track. Oh my god! Oh my god! Right. For the hoodies. Oh my god! <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah, it's a quarter mile. I was sitting here thinking like two laps. Like we easily ran a mile, and he's like, "You did it." Like, all right, it's half a mile. <laughs> yeah. I'm only good at miles that I don't have to repeat my path. You know what I mean? Like one, I need a one lap mile. I'm doing a two lap mile. I'm distracted. I'm taking a nap. Mm-hmm. Needing a snack. Emma, did you pick a hobby? No, I didn't. I didn't either. (laughs) We suck. This is why I said we needed six weeks. Yeah. Maybe next week. But once I run that lap, I'll need a new hobby. I'm busy. (laughs) I'm not going to keep it up. I need to do one. Yeah, I haven't really had any time. I've been too busy to look up hobbies. (laughs) If you don't get a puppy, I swear to God, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, I want a puppy. But look, Shelby can't come over anymore. I listened to the outtake last week. She said that when I left the room. (laughs) That's why I left it in. If she gets a dog, I cannot come here. <laughs> We're just like, I understand if you do. <laughs> I want, I'm getting one, but like, I'm going to be sad you can't come here anymore. Not Can even you for take like, like an allergy hour? medicine? I take allergy medicine every day. And it's Why don't you still... just like double up? I mean, if I Why don't you it... just like OD so you can come over and meet my dog? God, what a psychopath you are. Well, all right, I'll really try to think of a hobby for next week. Yeah, we'll like work we got to keep ourselves thing. honest. We're not being very good accountability buddies right now. No, we're not. I'll keep you guys updated on my lap. All right, go fuck yourself. Emma, we got to pick a hobby. <laughs> fuck your lap. What about my... I thought I could really spit something out there. I can't. <laughs> what about me knitting a sweater? Oh, that'd be what so What about fun. my crochet dream? I want a quilt. You I should make... do Please, it. Please, can you make a quilt of all my t-shirts? <laughs> if you guys think of any hobbies you think I should take up, please let me know. Me too, please. I don't know yeah. what the fuck to do. Shelby's got her running town. No, I hate running. Me too, oh, please. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you were so confident when I asked. I know. Because I tried. Just I sucks. really want to take up, not to piggyback on last week, but I really want to take up gardening, but I feel like I'll kill all my plants. <gasps> no, that'd be so fun. You should fun. at least try. You should do it. Start with like a tomato Because I want to get a snake plant for that corner. Mm-hmm. And I think they're like pretty. They are. Snake plants are nearly impossible game. to kill. I've had one for over a year. What if I kill it? You won't. Where's your snake plant? It's a small one. It's just a small guy by my back door. I was going to say, are you going to answer my question or not? <laughs> it's a small one. That might be why Where you is it? It's just it. small. It's a small guy. <laughs> it's just that. It's on um, my I plant didn't shelf. ask about the size, so. <laughs> we went to this really cool store at Traverse City, and the third floor was all plants. And I was like, God, I wish I could take care of plants. Because I want some. Like a garden or like indoor plants? Indoor plants. I mean, I would love a garden, but that's. I feel like a garden might be easier, though, because they already get, like, sunshine and rain. Like, with some of mine, I have to 
actively like move them outdoors to get adequate sunshine. Oh my and god, I, I plants are those? That sounds like a lot of work. I don't want those. Too much. My monstera plant. I don't, I don't know if know I'm supposed to be doing that. So let's live your truth. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, if you need to quit your job, quit your job. If there's a way you can make your job better, make it better. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short to be miserable, y'all. Yeah. All right. Well, see you at work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> see you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Maybe I'll play a hostess in front of all these people. In front of God and everybody. I'm a good host. Why? I'm all right. Are you okay? Yeah. Blink twice if you need help. I was just talking to my mom about that. I think it was my mom. And I was like, honey, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) It might have been my neighbor. It might have been you guys, honestly. Um, Was it my mom? It was my grocer. (laughs) Um, Never mind. It doesn't matter. (laughs) No, tell your story. I'm sorry. We're always fucking dogging on you. (laughs) We love you so much. We love you. I'm sorry. It's fine. Don't worry, back at the rain. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Do it again. What are you doing? Hang on, wait for it. You'll hear it. Dance with us. <laughs> no. I don't know. Just fucking <laughs> okay, honestly. I'll do it again. Just cut me out of the pod. No.